This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. And welcome in to the opening day of the Louisiana small game season. Squirrel and Rabbit, are you going? I see uh, our friend John Terrebone, Convent Hunting Club. He's going. He's got his five-year-old son, Kai. They're loaded up and they're headed to the dog cages. The day is finally here. Opening day for rabbit season. Can't wait to let the dogs loose at daybreak. Well, what a great sound that is, those beagles bawling through the hollows. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on a rabbit hunt. Love to do it, too. But uh, even though it's cool, it's still it gets better as the winter wears on and some of the brush dies down and uh, you know the dogs can last a whole lot longer when it's uh, really cool. All right, uh, here's one that say, which legislators have been voting against a very reasonable and science-based new speckled trout regs? Which ones have been standing in the way of the pogie factory boat regs and the redfish limits? We need to know who to call and write. That's from Miriam listening to us in Lacombe. Well, Miriam, the one that really counts is your legislator. And that's easy enough. You can go online, find out if you don't know who your legislators are, your state reps and your state senator, and you give them a call or send them an email. And if everybody does that, then we will reach all of them. But uh, I don't know how much weight they would give it if you responded or or reached out to uh, someone who doesn't rely on your vote. So it makes sense. Just stick with your elected official and if enough people do it, the message will get to them. That's the way it's supposed to work. All right, old man Sam and Hammond, he's got the statewide modern firearms weekend for handicapped hunters on private land. That's right. Good luck to you, Sam. And here's one that says, it's a good day to hunt wabbit. <laughs> Save on. Enjoying the show. <clears throat> this one from Baton Rouge says, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission needs a parliamentarian to keep them on track, move the meeting along, and ensure all their actions are legal. Surprised to hear they don't have one. Is it an oversight or on purpose? Actually, they have uh, the department attorney sitting right there uh, conducting and advising them on the legalities of how to conduct a meeting. But uh, as far as moving it along, that's up to the commission chairman. And the present chairman is a man named Andrew Blanchard. I don't know him personally. Seems like a very nice man, but he seems like a very poor meeting leader. He does not get the meetings moved along very quickly. He gets pretty confused at times. And he was almost had to have his arm twisted to cast his vote. Normally the chairman doesn't vote except to break ties. He was called upon to do that. And he wasn't he was pretty reluctant to do it, but he, he finally did. All right, we also got uh, some more texts. Uh, this one is looking for someone who is a lifelong, multi-generational Louisianian 
who pays attention from Bayou Lacombe. I think that's Miriam. Uh, the backstrap stacker jinxed himself. He said the wind's starting to pick up over there in Alabama. He's trying to bow hunt. Oh, and uh, we had a listener that uh, wanted to know what to do with an unmarked ghost crab trap until the pickup came around. Well, they put it out for the trash, and it was gone before the garbage truck arrived. Glad someone could use it. Uh, here's someone that says, I could really go along with 13-inch, 15 limit on trout, especially if they crack down on out-of-state fishermen. Say a 10-fish limit for them. I know several people that come here from Florida to take all our trout because their limit is so small back home. Well, with an occasional Florida fisherman uh, catching the same limit do as much harm as a resident who has the same attitude and catch and keep all they can, I don't know. Uh, Here's one that says, I compare anglers to CPAs. Rules for fishing and taxes change daily weekly how does one keep up thanks it's not easy it used to be a lot easier but we have so many regulations so many zones so many dates so many different types of licensing you really need to keep up with it to make sure you're doing the right thing Uh, here's one that says don that commission meeting sounds as comical as the dredging project that has been taking place in the myrtle grove area on and off since 2012 they finally started this year it was supposed to be a 150-day project, but as of now, way overdue. That's Mike from Myrtle Grove. And we got Captain Ross L. He said he's uh, did good catching limits of reds. Uh, he's not fishing this weekend. He's on to Lake Tahoe for a week. Enjoy it. Yeah, a lot of people taking uh, these October vacations, uh, heading up into the areas where it's cooler and the leaves are changing and fall has already arrived. All right, we got uh, Venetian Isles 8th Annual Fishing Rotor to tell you about. It's going to be at the Lake Catherine Marina, October 20th through 22nd. Three divisions, youth, junior, angler, and adult. They have categories that include speckled trout, sheep's head, bass, under 27-inch redfish, bull redfish, biggest fish, and alligator gar. And then for the nine and under category, uh, for the little guys and girls, catfish, croaker, and either white trout or speckled trout. You can stop by Lake Catherine uh, Marina, pick up uh, a registration form, or call Dean Marulo at 504-909-9487. He'll get you signed up, and if you don't have time or couldn't catch that number, text me, and I'll send you Dean's number, and you can get a registration. It's two weeks from today. That's going to be at the Lake Catherine Island Marina on Chef Highway in New Orleans. All right, got another great event, the Wildfowl Festival. I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. Right now it's time for a break. And on the back side of that, we talked to the guy who was born on the bayou, Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Find out what he's doing as a frontal system is blowing through South Louisiana on a Saturday morning. And you're listening to All the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And you're born on the Bayou Report with Captain Mike Gallo is uh, presented by CETO. You know of them. For $199 a year, you can be part of it. You can get a membership, which will entitle you to have fuel brought to you where you need it, when you need it, tow you in, jumpstart you if you've got electrical problems. Whatever it takes to get you back safely, CETO is there to do it. Peace of mind is there for you and your loved ones who are at home waiting and possibly worried about you. And to get signed up or sign up someone, it makes a great gift. It's one phone call away. Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or click CETO.com, and you'll get signed up. Captain Mike joins us now. And, Mike, what are your plans for a uh, windblown Saturday morning? Well, Don, we're going to grab us. Some nice live shrimp from one of the local marinas here. They all have a good supply of live shrimp. And we're going to run down the intercoastal waterway and seek refuge in the Mr. Go. Uh, there's clean water in the Mr. Go. The tide's moving pretty good. That's kind of where I've been the last several days. You might have to move around several times, but once you find some trout, uh, there'll be a mix of white trout and speckled trout. You may even have a redfish or a black drum come through there. Uh, during your stay. Sometimes you can stay an hour or so before the bite dies out. Other times it might be two hours. and On the bad times, it might be nothing for 10 minutes and you end up moving to another area. But they're in the Mr. Go. It's just a matter of finding them and and weeding through the small ones. There's plenty of fish. Uh, So that'll be our game plan. Hide from the wind, stay in clean moving water, and fish live shrimp on the bottom. That Mr. Go is miles and miles long. How do you pick a spot to fish, and how far from the bank should you fish it? Should you fish up in the rocks, off the rocks, or do you just have to find them and work the area once you find them? Well, fish like ledges, Don, so you want to use your depth finder and find where that ledge is. That's a man-made channel, so it's got a fairly dedicated ledge. Yesterday, I, I put the rocks to my back and went towards the middle of the channel and watched my depth finder. And it went from about 12 or 13 feet, then it dropped down to 20. And I just anchored right over that ledge where we could cast parallel to the ledge on both sides. And we could fish 
towards the Mr. Go in deeper water, making a long cast, or we could throw towards the rocks and fish in the shallow water. So it gives us a real variety of shallow and deep depths to be able to fish. And the fish were holding right along the ledge, and it seems like they roam up and down. And once, you know, you get a school to come by you and you catch a couple, keep casting in the same area, keep bait in the water, and you can hold that school there for a time and hopefully catch what you need. Mike, how are you rigging those live shrimp? Is it on a uh, sliding sinker? Is it a drop shot or maybe even a sliding cork? We're fishing a drop shot, especially with the wind that we have today. A drop shot with a one-ounce sinker will hold you down on the bottom. A slip cork, the wind would blow it so fast, you'd be behind the boat no matter what. And any time with the wind blowing that hard. So we'll definitely be fishing a drop shot today. I got a couple of anglers that are pretty good. They're with their wife and girlfriends. So one of them was going to fish plastic. He fished some plastic yesterday, but we had the ladies keeping shrimp in the water, and that's a good combination. We got the scent from the shrimp holding the, the fish in our area once they come by, and we pick them off with the plastics as well as the shrimp. Makes it easy on me tending to the ladies and taking fish off, that kind of stuff. Well, before I get a half a dozen asking, Tell us how to rig a drop shot, and is it uh, demonstrated on your website how to tie a drop shot? I'm sure there's a video of you and I over the years um, doing a drop shot. Uh, now, I'm positive. Be, I'm positive there has got to be. We've, we've done it many times on camera, and there's quite a few of those clips on my website. But I take about a 30-inch piece of monofilament. I use 30-pound monofilament. And I tie my one-ounce bank sinker on one end. I tie a number two. I like mustad octopus hooks. It's a relatively small hook. I tie it on the other end. And I'll fold that in two-thirds. So I'll have about 24 inches down to the sinker and six inches, a little bit of a leg where the hook is. And I'll make a figure-eight knot or an overhand loop knot. And I tie my main line directly into that loop. And it's that simple. Hook and that, shrimp, the horn, and let him go. That's it. It's a it's a dynamite rig. And how should they find it? What is that website? My website is aaofla.com, and there's an icon that says TV shows. There's also an icon that says techniques, and you can look up the technique. It'll be an explanation of how to make a, de- a, a drop shot, or if you find one of the TV shows you and I have done in the past, I'm sure there's a video of us tying a drop shot. Very good. Mike, hope you and the guys and and the girls have a great trip today. Uh, Should be some nice, cool weather. Stay out of that wind. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. We'll be safe. we got Cito watching our back, so we'll be good (laughs) to go. As always. Thanks again, Mike. All right, Don. Talk to you next week. There he goes, our born on the bayou guy. All right, coming up next, uh, it's a paddler's report. Yeah, man, you better put a sail on your kayak if you're headed out this morning. Going out wouldn't be bad. Coming back in if you're facing the north would not be easy. Brendan Bayard kind of talks about how to deal with it next. Here on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. And our paddlers report in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club and a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, three locations, Mid-City of New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. You're going to find some of the best kayak fishing models from brands like Hobie, Native Watercraft. You can check out their website or visit them in person and find out all about those demo days at MasseyOutfitters.com. Also check them out on Facebook and one of the largest anywhere supplies of those optional items and gift items for the paddler on your shopping list. Brendan Bayard is one of our field reporters. Uh, Brendan, good morning. Uh, you're down at Grand Isle fishing a little church rodeo. Uh, I guess you're all not too excited about the breezes that are coming up, if not there already. Yeah, it's a little breezy over here, Don, but uh, I think we're going to, you know, make the best of it. Uh, yesterday was pretty decent. We found some uh, some nice trout up in uh, Leeville and Golden Meadows. So, um, you know, the trout have definitely transitioned inside. We we had, you know, moments where we were catching them every other cast on top water yesterday. So, I mean, the fishing's really good. This wind's going to be a little bit of a hindrance, but I think if we, you know, hunker down and get to some of those protected banks and just kind of grind it out, I think we can catch some, get a few fish in the boat. So uh, we're just going to make the best of it. How about if somebody wanted to try to hang tight on the north side of the the island there? Is there going to be enough room to get in there and any fish to find and manage to stay, uh, you know, out of the wind? Well, I, I... We tried the uh, island when we first got down here, but uh, it wasn't as good as it was the uh, last couple of trips I made over here. There's a lot of catfish, a lot of, you know, w- little tiny white trout everywhere. There's a lot of sharks everywhere. It's uh, I-, I find it was just much better to just drive up the road a little bit and fish up that way. Um, you know, some this, some years it's like that. Some, some years the trout hang out over here until, you know, almost November, and sometimes they leave a little early, and I guess they left a little early. Yep. Well, good to know that it's underway. Uh, if you could, just right off the top of your head, if somebody wants to get out and enjoy a little fishing during this nice, pleasant weather we're going to have next couple of days, but they don't want to deal with the wind, give me a, 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 spot, a fish, freshwater fishing spot or two you might want to try. Oh, freshwater. I, I haven't even thought about freshwater in a while, but, I mean, uh, you know, getting into some of those trees, if you, if you tuck into some of those uh, thicker trees and, like, for me, I, you know, I'm a big Chico fan, so I always tuck into those Tupelo gums and, and get my kayak out of the wind up underneath the canopy and throw frogs. Um, you know, I think if uh, we had a, a club event over there a couple of weeks ago and the guys were doing really well throwing jigs up against the tree lines and letting them fall down and, uh, you know, against the tree trunk and catching some really nice fish. I think a couple of guys caught almost a seven and a half, eight, 
pound bass over there. So some big ones to be had over there. Um, you know, getting out of the wind is, is certainly the game plan for today. We're going to hit up some dead-end canals. Uh, I, I would almost look at Google Earth as your friend today and, and look at that north wind and anything that can block that and you have a, a canal with some depth or you can you pos- position your boat where you're casting with the wind, I think that's the ticket today. Yeah, I would suggest uh, any canal, whether it's freshwater or saltwater, if you find one that runs east-west and then kind of fish, hug that north part of it, you could be protected away from that wind. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're going to do today. Good luck to you, and uh, hopefully you all have a good time down at the Church Fishing Rodeo, and we'll catch up with you in a couple weeks. All right. Thanks, Don. Take care. All right. Brendan Bayard, one of our two field reporters. Eric Mohabarak will be joining us next week. He's with the Louisiana Kayak Company, one of the very few kayak uh, charter guides. All right. We come back after this. It's bad boys of the outdoors time. We got an alleged bear killer from Alabama to tell you about right after we... Take this quick three-minute pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, this is the time of the morning where we tell you about uh, some outdoor outlaws, uh, some alleged, uh, some convicted, uh, some punished, some fined, some given civil restitution, and it's a presentation of our Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, also known as the LWAA. It's a nonprofit group that uh, you can help provide funds. They've got a, a great scholarship program and other benefits for their members by purchasing exclusive gear, including T-shirts that come in uh, all kinds of colors and styles. They've got hats. They've got the can koozies and a whole lot more. You can support your agents who protect our precious natural resources. And to do it, visit supportlwaa.org. That's supportlwaa.org. And order your exclusive uh, Wildlife Agent Association merchandise today. All right, right after this quick station identification pause, we're going to take you over to Alabama, tell you about a Wetumpka man that was arrested for the alleged killing of a black bear. That story's next, right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. A Wetumpka, Alabama man was arrested last month for killing a black bear in Elmore County. Although classified as a game animal in Alabama, there is no established black bear hunting season in the state. Black bears are also protected by state law due to a low population. Matt Weathers, who is the chief of enforcement with the Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries Division of the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, issued this warning. If you see a black bear, just leave it alone. We want them in Alabama. And they give some further advice about anyone seeing black bears, some steps to take to avoid confrontations. By the way, in Alabama... Shooting a black bear is a Class A misdemeanor, which carries a potential minimum fine of $2,000. Now, that's a lot cheaper than Louisiana's current $10,000 fine. If convicted, facing other penalties for attempting to take a black bear will include the loss of hunting and fishing license privilege for three years and possible jail time for 32-year-old Michael Watkins of Wetumpka, Alabama, our bad boy of the outdoors. Now, you know, at this week's uh, Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting here in Louisiana, they proposed some changes to those civil restitution values for a, a number of species, including 
the black bear. So it may be getting cheaper to poach a black bear in Louisiana. Right now it's a whopping ten grand. Ten thousand dollars. That's the civil restitution fund. That's not the criminal fund. But they're considering lowering it to $5,640. And that, of course, because the statistics are showing we've got a lot more black bears in Louisiana. In fact, uh, I foresee, not too distant future, possibly a allowing a limited, highly regulated black bear season. And I'm not interested in it. I won't be one of them, but i got nothing against anybody who wants to because I'm sure... And hopefully it will be regulated in such a way it does not take away from the overall population and some of the funding goes back in to continue to conserve and preserve, which is precious bear habitat. It's in very, very short supply. But the numbers of black bears and alligators has increased exponentially, uh, unlike the redfish and the speckled trout, which are on the decline. So, you know, when... Mother Nature gives you things, you take advantage of it, and the others you have to tighten the belt and conserve. So we'll see where that leads. But uh, a lot of the the civil restitution, in fact, they were talking about how much of that is actually collected, and I was surprised. Uh, I can't remember if it was 56 or 58% of the civil restitution fines are actually collected, which I think is is pretty high because a lot of the times the, the perpetrators who are committing these acts and let's just say that they're not really uh, in a position to be able to afford huge fines and restitution. That's uh, not to say that they shouldn't be allowed in some way, shape, or form to work it off and pay it back through uh, through other, other means like labor. Anyway, we got uh, that. Let's see. I got a few more text messages I wanted to get to here. I'm hearing from uh, my buddy Dean and my dog Smokey's sister Latte. And he suggests they all need to write our legislators and show up to vote. That's exactly right. One of our earlier listeners want to know how about contacting, uh, how do you find out. Just look online, find out where you live, and it will tell you who your state representatives and state senators are. Uh, Most politics, as an old saying, all politics are local. And if you contact those who represent you and ask for your vote and tell them what you would like, uh, much more of an impact. All right, here was one. Uh, we talked about some of these phenomenon, things happening, and I'm going to talk to Ryan Lambert about one we encountered this past weekend and uh, asking people to, to, to chime in with theirs. This is uh, from my friend Big E in Thibodeau. He says he went to the sulfur mine at Point of Shen. He noticed the water was boiling red. They cast it, and it was on like a pecan for redfish. What a beautiful sight. Big E from Thibodeau. Well, Big E, the thing to do is to find out what caused that so you can recognize it when you see it somewhere else and, and take advantage of it. Although it's not hard to miss a bunch of feeding frenzy redfish. that They create uh, quite a ruckus. All right, here's uh, Sam checking in. He says he never could get his wife and his girlfriend in the boat at the same time. Yeah, well, I can understand that. All right, let's see. We got this one. Uh, this one is from our friend David Hubble. He says he hopes the cold snap revives the melaton vines and get their flowers blooming. We can have a tasty Thanksgiving and Christmas meal. Boy, I was so disappointed when that just, you know, tremendous heat got and uh, withered away what was a thriving melaton vine that I had going on. Well, as always next year. All right, we got, uh, let's see, will this front do for bringing the cold duck, bringing the ducks down? Ah. Uh, might help a little bit, maybe pick up some lingering teal, but it takes a lot harder weather than this to, to bring them down. 
All right, here's a, a question. I guess it's a rhetorical question. It says, $10,000 for a black bear? It should be 35000 Make it hurt, 35000 or a few months in parchment? Is that, I, I would imagine that's a prison. Um, I don't know. You know, it, it depends. Could you really collect that 35000 Maybe you could take it out and, and work some kind of way, but uh, most of the people that do that, aren't in a position. But then again, you got some others that uh, they just get greedy and uh, they see a black bear and, of course, they always say they mistook it for a hog. All right, back with the plastic man. He and I had a great trip. We entertained a a father and son, a very special father and son team. Uh, Came down to Buras to Cajun Fishing Adventures and the young man was in the search of his fish of a lifetime, a terminally ill cancer patient. And we recorded it all for Bayou Wild TV, which you'll see on an upcoming episode. Brian will be back to talk about it right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And many of you who are viewers of Bayou Wild TV know that uh, we occasionally get the opportunity to take uh, children, terminally ill children, with the help of an organization called Hunt of a Lifetime on the hunt or fishing trip of their lifetime. The, The kids decide what it is they want to do, where they want to go, and through the generosity of professional guides and just ordinary hunters and fishermen who like to share their resources with these folks, invite them down. Hunt of a Lifetime pays for their transportation uh, and takes care of most of the needs that they have. Uh, In fact, they actually provide a mount of the species if it's taken. And uh, we had the opportunity to do just that. Uh, Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures was generous enough to make his facility available. Uh, Lucas, uh, who is a 10-year-old fifth grader uh, who suffers from terminal brain cancer. Uh, Dustin Horton, his dad, they came down from Minnesota. His uh, fish of a lifetime was to fish uh, and catch a big fish in Louisiana. And boy, (laughs) did he work hard at it, but... He got it done, and, and thanks to Ryan Lambert for the, the stay and the stick And, Ryan, I don't know about you. I was beat after that day, and how little 10-year-old Dustin got through that whole thing. He must have been operating on, uh, on, on, on reserve some kind of way. He was on sheer adrenaline, I think. <laughs> well, which one of well. I was going to ask you, which one of those fish did you think every time he caught one – whether it was a, a gaff-top catfish, whether it was a bull redfish, whether it was a big monster freshwater catfish out of the Mississippi River or those fighting where you out Jack Ravels, he says, I'm going to put it on the wall. Which one do you think is actually going to end up on the wall? I think the Jack, just because of the colors and all that had in it and how, and how hard we had to fight them. I yeah. probably put the Jack. I caught one two times that big yesterday. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that was a bad. when they get in that river. Oh my gosh, they're bad. Yeah, I tell you, that was a unique situation. We talk about these phenomenon, these little situations that just pop up and happen. And describe what we found in the Mississippi River Sunday. Well, we had some water flowing into the Mississippi and set it out because we had such a hard wind, uh, like we got today, and it's blowing so hard that the river's backing up. And when it does that. Oh, my word, the, the fish were just sitting there just gobbling up these, uh, I don't know if it was mullet or shad, but, boy, they was, nothing was swimming through there that wasn't getting eaten, I'll tell you that. And, yeah, it was, uh, anything you put out there, I mean, we was only doing it one at a time because every one of them would take 45 minutes to catch it because they get in the river current in 50 foot of water. Whew, that's the definition of bad. 
And then you had the pelicans and the seagulls and every type of bird on top of there, too. I think what it was, there was some very small bait fish that were being pushed out there. And then the larger fish came in, like those jacks, maybe little small jacks, the hybrid bass, whatever's in there. And then the big bulls and the jacks came in there eating whatever was moving. They was eating it, too, but they were blowing up. If you threw something out there, they had five fish under the bait trying to get it. It, yeah. was, it was crazy. And then, uh, you know, they weren't there yesterday. But they might be there today because it's blowing hard out the north, and it's going to be backing up again today. It'll be a tough day of fishing today. Yeah, going to be a lot cooler, too. Well, I'll tell you, I can't wait to see the video. Uh, Chris LeCock, our cameraman, was there, and he documented the the trip with uh, Lucas and his dad, Dustin, and uh, I'm sure they returned back with stories he'll be telling for forever uh, about the trip that he made down here to Louisiana. Yeah, I think so. Teal showed up yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, ahead of this front for sure. <laughs> yeah, today they got really be a lot of them today because it's North Wind. I mean, it's going to be pretty to watch anyhow. But uh, everybody caught fish yesterday, but we worked hard for them, and we're going to work harder for them today. I mean, it's really hollering. But at least we can still fish, to, you know, because we can get in the river or we can get, you know, on either side of the river. So we, we're blessed with that, I tell you. You don't have to cancel days like today to still catch fish. And there's light at the end of the tunnel. By Monday, that north wind's going to lay down, and the cool temperature's still going to be here. It should be very nice, for the, or at least for the early part of next week. No oh, good. <laughs> good. I got to fish Tuesday again. Yeah, so, you yeah, earned it. I'm, I'm going to go home today for a wedding shower for, for my youngest and then uh, come right back and get with it again. You know, uh, especially having a, a 10-year-old fishing those, getting back to fishing those Jack Cravel, uh, we were really undergunned equipment-wise. What would you really suggest if somebody's really got an intention of going out there and, and they just don't want to fight it for 45 minutes, which is a lot of fun on light tackle, what kind of rig would you suggest for somebody that just really wants to get them in there quick? I would, I would get a much heavier rod, a, a heavy action, a medium-heavy action rod, and a, you know, 4,000 spinning reel, and that way you can horse them around. But, you know, in, in shallow water, that's enough what we had. You know, you can fight them down and get them in if they don't go. But when they get in the current and get down there 50 foot, oh, man, <laughs> uh, they, they are brutal. And if you got any lures that you, you're kind of partial to that maybe is your favorite, don't throw it because oh, no, it's yeah. going to get destroyed. <laughs> oh, I got a story about a, a guy that had this fire tiger topwater bait and we was crushing the trout on it and a jack hit it and he fought it and fought it and fought it hoping to get his bait back and it popped right at the boat we that was 30 years ago we still on him about that bait we talked about it this week actually <laughs> <laughs> so those yeah. things linger yeah well at so least those top waters if they come out they float and you got a chance but uh generally once the jack has them he keeps them he ain't giving them back oh no no that's that's a serious fish you know, that's like the giant trevallis like that. And people pay great money to go catch the giant trevallis. You know, some people want to catch jacks, though, you know, especially on the fly rod. You, sure. better, you better have some equipment, you know, 10 weight or so to, to catch that. I lent my fly rod to a guy one day, come back, no backing, no line, no nothing. I said, oh, the fish took it, and he left. <laughs> well, you know, people come down here and they say, oh, man, my, I want to catch a bull red on a fly. There's nothing better than that. You take a bull red and a jack Ravel of equal size and length, and you tie their tails together. That jack's going to pull that bull red all over the golf. It'll pull him to death. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
and they're relentless. They don't give up, it's, especially no. if they can get in a current and just get sideways. You know, it's like a tuna. And tuna's like that, too. They'll get down there and get sideways, but you can't do nothing with them. Yeah, also but, called the poor man's tuna. Well, for those of you wondering, it is Jack Cravel, C-R-E-V-A-L-L-E. Uh, Google it and uh, get a look at that uh, that, that fighting critter. Well, Ryan, have you uh, ever seen... Have you ever seen a giant catfish identifying as a redfish like that before? No, I have not. That was something we haven't even mentioned, but that big old dark uh, freshwater catfish cruising along those rocks looking for food, and you sight cast it to a catfish. Kind of the first time yeah. I've ever seen that. Yeah, I think he was identifying as a redfish. Yeah, he must have been. Well, <laughs> Lucas got him, too, and every time he caught one, he said, yeah, I want to put him on the wall. Well, something's going on the wall, and I, I gotta, I'm got. Oh, i yeah, agreeing yeah. with you. I think it's going to be the Jack. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, Ryan, thanks for your generosity in making that trip of a lifetime happen. I tell you what, that added a lot to my lifetime to watch him and his dad have such a good time and at least for a short while forget about all the problems they got and, and enjoy it and, and spend time with each other. That's what it's all about, my friend. That's why we do what we do. You got it. See you next week. All right, buddy. Captain Ryan Lambert, we call him the plastic man. Yeah, we didn't fish with any bait either. He caught everything on plastic. <laughs> what else? All right, we're going to be right back to wrap it up, get to some of your last-minute text messages, 504-260-1870, and tell you about the Wildfowl Festival right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I wanted to remind you about the big Louisiana Wildfowl Festival. I don't know how many annual this makes, but it's been going on for decades, and it's at the Castine Center at Pelican. Park in Mandeville coming up October 28th and 29th, two big days. They have hand-carved and collected decoys and other wildlife, and they've also got a special dinner. The guest speaker and the lead judge, you can meet 18-time world champion carver Pat Godden, and you can witness and, and see, they demonstrate how to carve decoys. A lot of people I know have gone to the show and got hooked on it, and uh, there's also an auction and you can do it either in person or by absentee. Go to their website, lwccg.com, and you can get in on the bidding. It's going to be a great show. Two big days, October 28th, 29th. That's at the Casting Center, Pelican Park in Mandeville. Beautiful facility. All right, here's a text coming in from my friend, the big man, Bass. And he says, Don, let it blow. Great morning. Sitting on my back patio. Knocking heads off of 40 pounds of 16 to 20 count shrimp and listening to you. Ah, you got it going on a Saturday morning there, big man. I'll tell you that. And we have the son of Wego Rat, says a greedy redfish ate his son's cockahoe, swam over and grabbed his, and they landed the same fish. Thanks for the morning. I have done that a couple of times, not very many, but uh, those greedy fish, sometimes they'll pick up one bait and uh, take make a beeline for the one right next to him, and then before you know it, you got two people fighting the same fish. I've had it happen, but not very often. All right, uh, I learned something this morning. Parchman is the Mississippi State Penitentiary, which is where one of our listeners suggested uh, we send black bear killers. He says, Parchman was a notorious prison farm in Mississippi. Imagine being a Republican in San Francisco. It's worse than that. Oh, my God, what a fate. Uh, you know, maybe a good place to, I don't remember the name of that prison that uh, Cool Hand Luke was sent to where they got the sling blades and the chain gangs went out cutting the weeds and the hot sun. That was a pretty tough prison, too. I don't know if I'd suggest that or recommend that for any punishment. 
All right, well, that's going to wrap it up. I uh, hope you learned something this morning, too. I hope you do each and every Saturday morning. That is our intention, to give you all the information you need to get you started for your trip into the outdoors, but also educating you on uh, what I've been lucky enough to, to learn and experience over decades and decades of getting out and hunting and fishing uh, in many, many states ac- across the country. And uh, hopefully you get to do that, too. Anyway, join us again next week. Now, uh, I, I'm going to be participating with my super sportsman nephew, Drew Dubuque, uh, in a youth dove hunt in Fairhope, Alabama. Now, we may be doing the show there. We may be doing it at St. Hubert's. I'm not sure. But one thing you can count on, we will have a show from 5 to 7 a.m. We do it each and every Saturday morning. It's called The Outdoors with the Don Dubuque Radio Network. And hope you'll tune us in then. Have a great weekend. Stay out of that wind. It's going to get better. Columbus Day, extra holiday for some of you. Get out and enjoy the great outdoors. Got a lot of activities we talked about that you can partake in. Hope you do and hope you have a great time with the ones you love. See you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.